Hey, another great episode of Roundup is coming up next. If you like what you heard, please go online to redsearadio.org and donate, become a monthly sustaining member, and keep us on the air. Thank you and God bless. Good morning and welcome to Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Judy Como. Very happy to be here today. I have experienced uh, from one end of the rainbow to the other this morning as I drove to my exercise class this morning. A outrageously remarkable sunrise here in Bryan, Texas, Bryan College Station, where you're listening on KEDC. 88.5 FM, and as I turned the corner, it went from, wow, look at that sunrise, to, wow, look at this rainbow that was so unexpected. Another one this morning? Yes. <clears throat> and uh, so just seeing the glory of God's creation, uh, we just give you thanks and praise, God. You are so awesome. I'm so happy to be here through a little thanks, Pam Marvin, for doing a flip-flop with our shows last week. That's that right. uh, really worked out great. Also want to welcome our listeners listening over in Central Texas, KYAR 98.3, and KINF 107.9 in Palestine. Welcome to all of our listeners. It is a fabulous day here in the station uh dennis we already heard a little bit from you but good morning to you good morning judy great to be here so happy a little bit sleepy yeah a little bit sleepy running that road yeah i just got in from palestine last night we uh had to went there and did a lot of reprogramming and a whole lot of different things so i got back in around 10 o'clock so technical issues (laughs) but uh we're gonna get their phone line back up uh here real soon so we can still have that uh that operational, but uh, they had some issues with the storm recently, and so it knocked out that phone line. So yeah, it's it's all good. It's all part of it. Yes, it is. It. And very happy to do it. Thanks that we have the wherewithal and the means to work it all out. Yeah, um, the means maybe not. <laughs> I don't know about the wherewithal. I, I wonder where my wherewithal. I don't went even sometimes. know where that came from, but uh, it sounded good in my head before it came out of my mouth. <laughs> I just don't know if I have the wherewithal. Sometimes my wherewithal went somewhere. So very good. Yeah. So we've been very blessed, and you've been very blessed with some additions to your indeed. family. Congratulations, yes, Grandma. Uh, Deacon Keith and Judy Como are proud first-time grandparents <laughs> to our uh, grandson, born. 10 days ago, Everett wow. Dale Wynn, props to my daughter Marion and her husband Jonathan, and I was very blessed to be invited to labor with them. Uh, wow. Marion said, Jonathan suggested that I might would like for you to be in the delivery room. In case he faints. And he said, as <laughs> a matter of fact, I might like for your mother to be <laughs> in the delivery room, and uh, so, Wow. Uh, what a privilege it was that it was uh, and congratulations thank you so much and we're just so blessed and proud and have grandbaby number two on the way coming on january so wow uh, and your grandma name is nona nona well that's what i'm choosing i they're gonna name me oh yeah <laughs> but you know 
you might have an idea of what your as name Judy is goes up be. to Everett. Nona, 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 <laughs> Nona. I'd be happy. Uh, <laughs> Subliminal message. No matter what, just call me. I don't care what. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, and I think uh, uh, Keith's father, uh, Larry, God rest his soul, uh, was referred to as Poppy, and. So Keith has chosen, and chosen we called that. his mother last night to say, is it okay if we're Poppy over here as well? That's so awesome. That's our, so we'll be Nona and Poppy. Woohoo! Praise yes. God, from yes, whom indeed. all blessings flow. Very blessed, very blessed. Talking and, uh, about blessings, we got somebody on the we phone. we have uh, Deacon Robin Waters. Oh, is it Deacon Robin? Oh, okay. I I said <laughs> blessings, and I thought I was referring to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Deacon Robin, how's it going? Never too far away for a zinger there. Good there morning. Go. Good morning. Uh, hey, and uh, I just wanted to also congratulate you on your new grandbaby. That's that's awesome, and you're going to enjoy him so much. And uh, it's just such a blessing of uh, grandchildren are. I, I enjoy mine, and and I can tell you, I chose. I didn't. They tried to give me a name, and I said no. So I just told them, "This is what you're calling me." It wasn't their choice. Set the set the <laughs> line. <laughs> awesome. Well, tell us what's going but, uh, on in your area, Deacon. Well, we've just had a lot of things going on with our uh, parishes having festivals. St. Louis had a festival last week in Waco, and Macleod Mary and Abbott had a spaghetti dinner that was delicious. My wife and I went to that along with my grandkids and and daughter-in-law. Son was golfing. Uh, but uh, we got some great things going on here in the near future. Uh, St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Marlin is having their fall festival on Sunday, September 11th. So everybody head out there on the 11th to enjoy some great fajitas and family fun, auction, all that great festival stuff. Uh, the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary in Penelope is going to have their annual bazaar on Sunday, September 18th. And they have a kind of a unique barbecue meal. They barbecue sirloin tips. Huh. So it's, it, yeah. it, it, it looks and tastes like brisket, but it's a different cut. And that's their tradition. That's what they've always done. Wow, that's amazing. So, uh, I, you were talking about a, a parish up there. You mentioned a spaghetti dinner, and I'm kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. thought we had the corner on the market here at St. Anthony's, but uh, that's awesome. Well, as I mentioned last week, uh, uh, they're not they're not Italian, but they can make some good spaghetti. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I like it all. Yeah. Hey, one other thing I wanted to mention that's kind of a special thing uh, in our area, and especially for my parish, St. Mary's Church of Assumption in West, our pastor, Father Timothy Vaverick, has written a book, and it's called As I Have Loved You, and it's about rediscovering our salvation in Christ. And it is a real book published by a real <laughs> large Catholic publishing company, Emmaus Road. And uh, he's kind of on a little bit of a publicity tour right now, doing a lot of radio interviews and did a a, a 45-minute interview with Scott Hahn that is on YouTube. So if mm-hmm. anyone wants to go to YouTube and just Google Father Timothy Vaverick, uh, it'll pop up. And it's just a really great interaction between these two very highly intelligent theologians. Wow. And, uh, so check check out Father Timothy's book, As I Have Loved As You. As I Have Loved You. Uh, awesome. Hey, Deacon Robin, I'm going to keep you on the line. I'm, I'm going to put on another Robin, uh, <laughs> our very own Robin Romanski, because I I heard in the background uh, Sebastian, 
and you never know how how long he's going to let her talk, right? <laughs> I thought that was you, Dennis. I thought that no, was you. that was not my I thought stomach. You were gurgling. babysitting or something. That was beautiful, Sebastian. Uh, Robin, are hey, you there? Good morning, Robin. I am. Congratulations, hey. Judy, on Thank your you. being a grandma. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We're yes, you're welcome. I got I got my arms broken in uh, holding Sebastian last time <laughs> I was around y'all. So. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Victory Sports. We are near the finish line of the beginning. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. The first the first end line or the first finish line is uh, is quickly approaching. Um, we're getting really excited, Judy. We've got uh, you know it's time for ordering uniforms and getting the equipment ready, and we have our first our coaches meeting is Friday evening, and then. Practices start next Friday, and, and the first round of games start on September 17th. Wow. So it's not too late if you're listening and you think, oh, I heard something about it, but I never looked into it to register my child. It's, it's not too late. We can still get them on a team. Um, registrations are, aren't, are still open through Friday. So, And this is for you know, girls volleyball? Girls volleyball and boys flag football. And we're starting with first through sixth graders. Mm-hmm. So if you have you have a son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter that's that age um, and you'd like to have them participate in sports where they're also, you know, having their faith fostered and growing in their faith and um, being challenged to see the beauty of our Catholic faith through the goodness and beauty in sport, um, we'd love to have them. We think it's going to be a really fun first season, and then basketball registrations will open shortly mm. for our winter basketball season. Okay. So, remind us how a listener could connect the easiest route to connect to getting sure. your kiddo uh, signed up for this. Sure, victoryyouthsports.org is our website. That's the easiest way to get mm. online and register. Mm-hmm. And again, that's victoryyouthsports.org. Um, you can find us on Facebook. There's information there if that's easier to look up. Um, like us, follow us on Facebook. And then also, um, I want to mention real quick to Judy that we've had some really generous donors and um, friends of the Apostolate who mm. have donated some scholarships. So if, you know, now's a tough time of the year, you know someone, though, who wants to play or wants to have their children play, um, there is an option for scholarships, so you'll see that online or just they can contact me directly and my information's on the website as well. Awesome. And um, we're, I, would, I would think that if someone just wanted to volunteer to help out at, on the day of the games or mm-hmm. maybe there's a yes. need for some extra helping hands. There are. We would love to have some youth in high school helpers, volunteers, if they need service hours or just want to be around sport and help out with the younger kids, we'd love to have their help. There's opportunities for adult helpers, too, and coaches or assistant coaches or scorekeepers or just helping out in the gym on game days. Um, all that, there's a spot on, on the website as uh, potential volunteers can leave their email address and I can get in touch with them. Awesome. Well, and Robin, if you want information, you're in the Central Texas area, and you want information about uh, Victory Sports and what's going on, want to be on our 
touch uh, touch base list, then you can give your information on that website as well. So victoryyouthsports.org. Yes, and and if you do leave that information, um, you'll get our newsletter and just updates from us pretty regularly. And yes, Central Texas area will be coming soon, hopefully. Wow. Well, Robin, I know that... uh I know you're a humble person and don't probably don't want a big high five props over the air, but just, uh, you know, thank you so mm-hmm. much for your uh, expertise that you've brought to this, uh, you and all the other uh, working parts that brought this to our area. This has been a uh, labor of love over the last little over a year, I suppose, maybe more mm-hmm. uh, coming together. We thank our sponsors. We thank our generous generous donors as always for uh catholic radio here that is yeah. now springboarded into another apostolate of uh continuing to build the domestic church so if your kid's on a team to experience the beauty of the faith through the beauty of sport then uh get them to have their friends sign up it's not too late so victoryyouthsports.org yes, right. thanks robin yes, and thank i'm gonna you. end the phone call here with deacon robin okay. Uh, did, what else? Uh, any other event? We got about two minutes left in this part of the ping pong robins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> actually, we do, and it's an event down in your area at St. Francis of Assisi in Franklin. Mm-hmm. They are going to have a fish and shrimp fry on Saturday, September 10th, from 5:30 to 8 at the Pridgen Center there in Franklin. So, if you're living in down in the uh, Brazos Valley, I'm sure that St. Francis of Assisi fixes a delicious fish and shrimp dinner. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm not familiar with out. that either. That's just amazing. Yeah, that's just around the corner. It's yeah. not even Lent. I know. So come on, people. You could drive from Waco to go there. Anybody could that's drive to Franklin. Far. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I drove past Franklin, Texas on Monday myself. Yeah, you thank go. you, Deacon Robin, you for the updates. Yep, y'all have a blessed day. All you right. too Great. as well. Thanks for calling well, in. I uh, want to... Get our listeners ready. We uh, in the next segment. Uh, my guest is John Pachi and Brooke Swate. We're going to be talking about lots of information about Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Um, we had a big promo from the bullet uh, from the pulpit this weekend, talking about Catholic Charities of Central Texas and. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Wonderful. specifically, we're going to be talking about everything that's going on with Catholic Charities, but also their disaster response program, which is unfortunately a big program, but very needed. Very much needed. So stick with us, listeners. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. Just me and Nona. <laughs> awesome. Welcome back uh, to the to the mic, Nona. Welcome back to Red Sea Roundup. I'm your host, Judy Como. Very happy to be uh, here in the studio with John Pachi with Catholic Charities of Central Texas. And on the phone, we have Brooke Swate calling all the way from Austin. (laughs) Good morning, Brooke. 
Good morning. It's really great to meet you from afar. Um, I'm going to kind of let you give your own little introduction of who you are and how you're affiliated with Central with Catholic Charities, and then we'll kind of blend into the subject of the day, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, so I am Brooke Swaint. Um, I'm the Director of Disaster Response at Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Um, I've had the pleasure of being with the agency for about four years now. Um, I began my time with the Financial Stability Program Um as a financial stability case manager, I held a few different roles in that program. Um, and then I had the um, amazing opportunity to switch over to be the director of disaster response. Awesome. Well, um, also props to uh, Kara Henderson, who I wish all my guests could be so prepared to come on. Yeah. Uh, so we have... Uh, just a little couple of bullet points for yeah. us to be sure to cover. And um, it says that you have some personal experience with uh, when it comes to disasters. Uh, tell us a little about that. And is that what encouraged you to switch your position over at Catholic Charities? Yeah. So um, I was born and raised um, in the Gulf Coast along the uh, Texas and Louisiana border. So I've lived through many a hurricanes, uh, like <laughs> Hurricane Rita, Ike, and Harvey. Um, so, you know, each disaster that myself and my family have been through has impacted us in some capacity. But my family really experienced great loss with Hurricane Harvey mm -hmm. after my childhood home took in about four feet of water during my senior year of college. <laughs> mm. So um, that was really tough and really solidified my choice of um, entering the field of social work. So um, that definitely impacted my, um, my desire to want to work with families impacted by disasters as well um, to give disaster preparedness um, information. So you can always be prepared when the inevitable strikes. Yeah, I see. I have, for living in, I lived in South Louisiana uh, for nearly 17 years, and oh, wow. moving from this area in Bryan College Station, uh, most likely are not going to experience a direct hit of a hurricane, yeah. but the ramifications of. But growing up, it was always this uh, something that was a little bit farther away, like we. You know, I, my childhood, I do remember Hurricane Carla hitting and, um, you know, we could see the Brazos River where we usually couldn't from our home, things yeah. like that. But moving to Louisiana and so that was a learning curve for me to, um, of course, then I lived in a mobile home, which is a magnet for, <laughs> but thank God I didn't experience uh, anything to that level. Um, and... Because my husband and I own a lawn care business, lawn care and landscaping business, the weather is very important in oh, our yeah. life. So, uh, you know, my, my husband thinks he knows Shell Winkley, but oh, he'll say, oh, Shell said such and such. And I'm like, did you talk to him? <laughs> he is a member of St. Anthony's Parish. But uh, anyways, uh, knowing that September, things kind of ramp up for the highest part of the hurricane season, uh, September is uh, focused on disaster. So tell us a little bit about um, 
what Catholic Charities does to help us in this prepared state of mind. Yeah, so, yeah, as you mentioned, we're getting into the the height of hurricane season, um, entering into September. So we just wanted to uh, remind the Red Sea listeners and give them some disaster preparedness tips so everyone can be ready before disaster happens. Um, As we all know, disasters can happen to any one of us at any time. So being prepared makes a really difficult situation. Being unprepared um, makes a really difficult situation even un- even harder. So um, I just want to share, you know, my favorite tips of preparedness. Um, I'm a big advocate for having a disaster kit. Um, so I think it's so important um, to have that and kind of have it ready to go, um, especially during the, the busiest uh, disaster parts of the year depending on where you where you live. Um, so some things I would recommend having in there would be like a flashlight, batteries, um, your important docs, such as your social um, birth certificate, um, any like vaccine records, um, a battery-operated phone charger, <laughs> and <laughs> up to three days worth of non-perishable food, um, manual can opener to be able to open that food, um, and about a gallon of water per person in your family. Um, and also some cash, um, if possible, in single, because if power is out, stores will not take credit cards, and you really don't want to have to pay $20 for a bag of ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a first aid kit and uh, supplies for your pet, if you have one. Those, uh, I feel like, are the most important things to have um, in your in your kind of uh, emergency kit. Yeah, interesting. We had a family meal last night uh, and we were reminiscing uh, or trying to remember when exactly the snowmageddons happened. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and how that affected each one of us. Um, and I would not level that, uh, you know, label it as a disaster. It was uh, we had some days of inconvenience personally, um, but the just getting your brain wrapped around the how blessed we are on the day to day with all the conveniences and just people completely freaking out that their phone might not be able to get charged. Um, yeah. And John, chime in whenever, uh, anytime that <laughs> yeah. you uh, need to add to that, this part of the conversation. Um, and um, tell us, Brooke, tell us about, how Catholic Charities is poised to step in during some of those uh, times of disaster and what that looks like and how people contact or move from, okay, now I need some help. What What's the steps suggested to make that happen? So um, we are involved with um, the different stages of the disaster process. So um, we are immediately on the ground um, in what is called MARCS, um, Multi-Agency Resource Center, mm-hmm. where it's where the community organizations gather in one central location to offer um, services to uh, disaster-impacted communities all in one place. So typically those are set up like two to three days after the initial um, disaster occurs. So we are... Um, always on the ground at those to provide um, immediate response 
through um, gift card assistance, um, and like immediate intake, crisis intervention, and um, we could even do crisis counseling with our one of our licensed counselors. Um, and so we we like to walk with the um, the individuals who are affected, um, and our response can look different for each disaster. Um, I like to say if you've been through one disaster, you've been through one disaster. Mm-hmm. They're also different. Right. So um, our, our response can include, you know, basic immediate needs, like I mentioned, um, long-term case management, um, where we will walk with you, help connect you to different resources. Like if you have a tree that is uh, got struck by lightning and needs to be cut down, we're going to help you find, um, you know, the organization or company that will be able to help you do that. Um, short-term housing or rental assistance, um, and that could include um, helping you get relocated if your apartment was, you know, totally flooded, helping you find a new place. Um, and then we also work really closely with um, our local resources, such as, like, our um, local government and long-term recovery teams to help fill, fill in the gaps um, where we may not be able to help in a specific, um, with a specific need. So um, outside of the, the multi-agency resource centers, um, if you're impacted by a disaster, you can call us at our uh, disaster response hotline. And the number is 512-766-7111. And you can also visit our website at cccx.org and click on disaster response. And there's a form that you can fill out that'll be, uh, your information will be sent directly to our disaster response team. I see. And um, Catholic Charities is poised and ready to go, but I assume like everything else, we could always use some support in that way. How can our listeners um, reach out and support Catholic charities? I mean, um, it's shudder to remember that uh, Hurricane Katrina was, mm-hmm. I think, 20 years ago or nearly it was, yeah, 20 years ago. And yep. uh, to where that was such a big event that it eventually did come to Brian in the form of some... Uh, shelters that were set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Anthony's mm-hmm. was a shelter and uh, my husband and well, my family just moved to the church for five days to wow. help mm-hmm. do that because going back and forth was just too much. Right. But um, yeah. all of that kind of stuff that you don't think since it didn't happen here, you don't think that there's uh, needs mm-hmm. and helps, but there are. So uh, how can our listeners be able to support Catholic charities in their efforts to fulfill, you know, disaster need or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there are a few ways you can support the disaster response um, here at Catholic Charities of Central Texas. Um, and all three can be fulfilled through our website. Um, so you can visit our website and sign up to be a volunteer um, that can help be on the ground, like I mentioned, uh, following disaster. Um, you can also uh, help us with donations, uh, with HEB gift cards. Those are always incredibly ha- uh, helpful to families after disasters. Um, or we um, would also uh, love support 
through uh, monetary donation through our website. Mm-hmm. And uh, your position is, um, I mean, you're located in Austin, but your your job description is to help the Catholic charities across the diocese. Um, what, how, what does that look like in, um, on your day-to-day? How you just continue to make sure all the local Catholic charities are poised and equipped yeah. to do that? Yeah, so... Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to... Ima- I mean, I know, like, talking about uh, the Gabriel Project and things like that, you know, is making sure there's essentials for uh, diapers and things like that. Mm-hmm. So help me s- get a picture in my head how their each Catholic Charities is equipped in case of a disaster. Yeah, so my, my position um, covers uh, all 25 counties in the Diocese of Austin, um, and a lot of my uh, my role is watching the news. <laughs> um, so just watching the news um, and seeing, you know, what's going on. You know, there's always something happening, whether it's uh, flooding rain uh, that we've been experiencing or um, wildfires um, in the, the diocese uh, service region. So just watching and, and uh, seeing what's going on, if, if any homes are, are being impacted by this. Um, and, you know, if there uh, is, I am certainly able to um, assist via the phone, or if needed, I will get in my car and drive over to where the, the person is that mm-hmm. is needing the help. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, I want to remind our listeners that this is a live show today, and we would welcome a call or a question or a comment. Uh, you can do that by calling 85-LOVE-RED-SEA. That's 855-683-7332. Uh, we'd love to have a listener call yeah, in with a question or a comment. Um, we're going to shift gears just a little bit. John, give you a a voice at the table hey, now. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, Brooke, Brooke has done phenomenal work for, for Catholic charities for the last four years, like she said. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that <clears throat> she was, I was in charge of that program when she was hired. So, mm-hmm. you know, we worked together for the last four years doing different things, different parts of, of what we have to do to help, yeah. you know, serve our community. So, um, it's the kind also, of thing you hope we don't need this year. Well, but, but with uh, the disasters, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it, you, you activate when something happens. And, um, you know, personally, I went through Katrina, so I'll, I know all about it, too. Uh, we, you know, my family and, and wife. So it's, it's really understanding those needs and the basics of, of what's needed when something arises and being prepared for that. And that's what, what Brooke really plays a, a large role. And I want to also say we're, we're proud that we were on the ground in Madisonville when the tornadoes hit. So our own Brazos Valley uh, was impacted not too far ago, mm-hmm. remember, and um, last year you referenced the the snow uh, snowmageddon. Yeah, snowmageddon. I love that term. <laughs> I don't love that it happened, but the term is something that's catching and remembering. Uh, and I recall being able to help people um, who you know needed home repairs. We were we were, uh, through some um, help from foundations like Reliant Energy um, donated some money from their foundation to allow us to help. Um, so you know building those partnerships with community resource and you know, programs such as Reliant or locally BTU, you know, it really helps. Well, 
We may revisit that BTU conversation yeah. after we get through we can this do that. part because uh, yeah. it really is a hot yeah, item. I understand. And people's uh, fa- that's, that's uh, writing yeah. has come up recently. So maybe we'll have a little time to sure. talk about to. that. Yeah. But um, as far as, and as I said, uh, this past weekend was yes. Catholic Charities Weekend so, here. Yeah. And, and it goes with, you know, I want to just pause for a minute and really thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Judy. Thank the crew here at Red Sea for all your ongoing support and allowing us this time today. Um, I will say that it was a great thing to hear and see the responses from all of our local parishes when it comes to Catholic Charities mm-hmm. Weekend. Um, so we really want to be thankful to the parishioners for listening to our message and most most importantly for the clergy, deacons, being able yeah. to share that, that well, word for us. from my own perspective, yes. uh, as my, my husband was preaching this weekend right. and we got the information uh, to incorporate Catholic Charities Weekend on the weekend that the uh, readings all focused on humility and Perfect. outreach. And again, with this um, BTU issue mm-hmm. going on, there's a lot of... Um, meeting with the council and trying yes. to promote help with uh, what seems unjust, the, the reconnect fees the reconnect and things fees. like that. Right. Um, but I tell you, um, I'm never amazed at the generosity of God's people when we're given the opportunity. And sometimes social media surely gets a bad rap and they deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a lot of good that can be done because I just have witnessed I know someone whose utilities are going to be mm-hmm. in within 30 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. People are very generous when they're given the opportunity. So, um, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. You, you know, you, you can look at social media both ways, like sure. you just said. And and hopefully the people we know and the people we connect with use it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're looking for. But at the very least, <clears throat> good, bad, mad, sad, glad. Yeah. It's immediate contact sometimes when you need it, whether Absolutely. it's a... A prayer or uh, That's right. things like that. So yeah, you can't discount that. The let's all of it. <laughs> uh, do that. So the yeah. the purpose of Catholic Charities Weekend was it's an it's an awareness campaign. Um, we wanted to make sure that we're getting the word out and evangelizing. And you know, there's me here in in our Brazos Valley, and um, we rely on our ambassadors and our clergy, like you know, your husband himself, mm-hmm. and for people like yourselves too, and Red Sea to be able to spread the word. So. Being able to get in each parish, 120-some-odd parishes in the diocese, mm-hmm. is important for us to have an awareness um, for those that may be new to the parish or new to Catholic Charities and, and be able to hear about it. So that that's the main focus, is to get an awareness out there for our agency. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> sometimes when the conversation about... Um, Giving and charities mm-hmm. and things like that, people want to know that they're where's my money right. going? And I know that that almost any time I've had a conversation, it's always driven home that local money stays yes. local. Yes. And um, so I will repeat that out loud, <laughs> Judy. Thank you for <laughs> bringing well, that to the service because it's I true. Mean, you know, and, and it's important for, for everyone in our Brazos Valley location because that's, that's my focus. My role here is to work with everybody in the Brazos Valley on behalf of Catholic Charities of Central Texas and to, you know, answer that question of where's my money going to go? It's going to stay right here. So you give in the Brazos Valley, it stays in the Brazos Mm -hmm. Valley. Yeah, I was really blessed to attend the fundraiser. I don't know how long ago it was. Yeah, back Uh, in April, end of April. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Very 
well put on fundraiser no slam on anybody else but y'all get us in there y'all get us out (laughs) in a timely fashion you send a great message the keynote speaker was outstanding and another um i don't uh immediately think about catholic charities and go straight to the uh emotional support the counseling uh, that is provided are Mm -hmm. available and so it was really great to hear some things that are available through catholic charities that maybe is not as known as yes as uh, immediate sure financial support right yeah there's so you know with one of the programs being bringing brooks disaster response we have other programs such as you know the utility and rent assistance we do the counseling full term um and that is a Big need we recognize more and more during the pandemic, coming yes. out of the pandemic. Um, so that 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 demand is is increased, and and we are here to be able to serve that need for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we, you know, when we talk about Brazos Valley, we're talking not just in BCS, right? We're, we're you know we're out in Brenham once a week helping out there with counseling. So it's it's really important that we get more out there and more of the um, information mm-hmm. and education that this is what we do, right? So. I'm glad you brought up the um, counseling part because that is important. Yeah. And we have a, a lot of other headlines coming up for us that, you know, I did want people to hear about today. Okay. And just some dates to, to, bring to know, and but some participation dates. Mm-hmm. Um, so most immediate, we have our annual meeting, and that is on September. the It's Thursday the 8th, so it's always the first Thursday after um, Labor Day. Okay. And that is being held. Don't in wear Aust- white. It's being, was Don't that? wear white. Don't wear white. That's no. right. And so I'll remember that when I go, but I'm, I'm going to be the, uh, I'm going to be emceeing, which, uh, you know, just kind of getting things going over there, but we're going to have um, speakers. Our, our executive director, Sarah Ramirez is going to do the vision speech. It's going to be a one hour, you know, like you said, you kind of get it, but um, we also have a Facebook live that's going to be available for anyone who can't go to Austin. Right. Um, and so that's at uh, 6 PM Wonderful. on Thursday the 8th. And you learn all about what we did in the past year and where we're going. Uh huh. Okay. And then on September 29th here in our office on Cabot, 1410 Cabot, we are having an open house. And we had one last year. It was a lot of fun. We're going to have it's a come and go. And we invite all the community members who participate with us or who want to participate with us as far as being in partnership or being a referral source to learn about our mission. Learn from directors who will be there to talk about their programs. And so um, it's it's. You know, sometimes it's a, a little known secret what we do. And mm-hmm. so that we're trying to, you know, disclose that secret and get it out there. <laughs> so having an open house, come to our doors and, and take a look around at our office, meet the staff, who is a great staff, and, um, you know, just understand what we do. So that's on September 29th. That is uh, 1030 a.m. to 1 p.m. on okay. 1410 Cabot. And then... Um, there's uh, one other thing. Well, we're going to have the Brazos Valley Gives coming up, so we know that's coming up where everybody— That was so awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yes, yeah, it I is. I love that mission. So um, that's coming up in October. And um, the open house, too, just want to let you know we do have refreshments. So people always, you know, he's talking about food. We talk, Look, you see my Knights of Columbus you logo. You know, we do things with food, right? So And being Sicilian, we do things with well, food. You know, so we've got to do, do really, that. Truly, the, yeah. one of a very important Absolutely. part of evangelization, they yeah. t- talk about, you know, Alpha and forming intentional disciples. It's so important 
to incorporate uh, refreshments yes. within that. So, and we uh, recognize the, the the value in that too, and mm-hmm. being good stewards with that. You know, we don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so it's light refreshments <laughs> with the emphasis on the light, but it is something that you know we want to be able to share as we share our good news. Um, there is an RSVP for that open house, by the way, uh, my email address, or you can call. So um, 979-822-8340 is our phone number to call extension 116 okay. is the RSVP extension. Now, all this information surely is on, on our website. website. Absolutely. C- I don't C- want to call C- you Shirley, <laughs> but uh... <laughs> stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So uh, uh, cccx.org, yes. Great, great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Brooke and John, we uh, the, the purpose of us being on uh, today is, of course, to promote Catholic Charities, but to focus on the disaster awareness. Mm-hmm. And so, um, God forbid, there is a need. What would you, how would you uh, encourage someone to reach out, whatever their need would be in case of an upcoming disaster or whatever, Brooke, maybe you could speak to this, uh, Mm -hmm. how to contact Catholic Charities and some steps to go through. Yeah. Um, So you, we have a uh, disaster hotline that is um, available for any, anyone who is experiencing a disaster. Um, So they can give us a call at 512 um, seven six six seven one one one, and um, I ask you leave a voicemail, and someone on the disaster response team will get back with you um, within five business days to follow up um, through the process of receiving uh, disaster response support. Um, or you can also visit our website at cccx.org and click disaster response on our uh, site. And there's a form that you can fill out online um, with your information and it'll shoot it over to the disaster team um, and someone will uh, give you a call within five business days. And that's anywhere throughout the diocese or and beyond? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Any, anywhere in the, in the diocese of Austin. Um, that's the same steps. I see. I see. Very good. Um, John, anything that you wanted her to speak about that maybe we missed? Um, no, Brooke, if you, I mean, I, I think the Madison, I touched on the Madison yes. bill, but if you want to give mm-hmm. a little more info on that, Brooke, if you have that. Yeah. Um, so in Madisonville, there was over 40 homes and businesses, um, damaged by the March 2022 tornadoes. So in response to that, we um, attended one of the mark days um, and we provided um, more than $3,000 in HEB gift cards to the families um, that were affected by that disaster. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Very good. So I'm, I'm kind of curious about what type of needs, if someone has a need, it, it isn't just any type of need that, that can be addressed by Catholic Charities of Central Texas, but what are some of the, the specifics, uh, resources that are given, food, shelter, water, money? You know, I, I'm not certain exactly what someone should even ask for mm-hmm. if, if they are faced with a disaster. Mm-hmm. If you're faced with a disaster um, in any way, it is um, always good to, to reach out to Catholic Charities. Um, because we will find if we don't have um, what you need 
at our office. Um, we can't provide that service to you. We will find someone who can, will help you find the, uh, get the need met that you have. I see. And also uh, maybe you could speak a little bit more to the counseling end of, uh, because I mean, I would imagine going through that, <laughs> there's a certain level of PTSD involved oh, yeah. with, uh, four feet of water in, in your home. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. You know, um, Tuesday was the five year anniversary of that, um, hitting my, my hometown. Um, mm. and there is definitely still some residual, you know, trauma from that. So, um, it's so important, um, whenever you are affected by a disaster, um, big or small, you know, any, any impact, um, can affect you. Um, it's so important to reach out and, um, get help from your community. Um, community is so important in the disaster world, um, because it's so therapeutic to know, um, that you're not alone that, you know, in Madisonville that there was, uh, I know that if I, you know, had I been one of the ones impacted in Madisonville, I know that 39 other households, um, were also in the same boat as me. It's, it's really helpful to know that. Um, but then, you know, individually, it's really important to, to seek help from, you know, professional mental health, um, counselor, because they can help, um, break down what happened and help you get through it, um, in a healthy way, instead of, you know, bottling that up and, and not, not working through it. And I think that's, I'm sorry, Dennis, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was you, just going to mention that that's one of the answers to your question, too, is that need, you know, if there's that traumatic experience that they're going through, that is a need that they can call us on for the from the disaster absolutely. hotline as well. And um, having a counseling program in-house really helps with that effort. Yeah, and, and, and seeking out a counselor, I will I will state, uh, is not a sign of, of weakness or absolutely having a not. mental problem. It's it like you just said, uh, Brooke, is that it validates that you're not alone. And I was going to actually mm-hmm. mention that mm-hmm. before you actually said it. So I'm glad you, you led right into it because I was part of a, a disaster response team for Beaumont ISD back uh, when Hurricane Rita came through. And so, hmm. you know, there were people that Hurricane, um, okay, Rita and Katrina. Katrina. Right. They were mm-hmm. Katrina came first. Katrina, Katrina came first. first. Yeah. Yeah. So there were people that ran from Katrina uh, to Beaumont yeah. for, for, for their safety and security and trying to reestablish themselves. And then they were then chased yeah. mm-hmm. by Hurricane Rita. And a lot of them evacuated in the direction north uh, toward East Texas. And a lot of them literally thought, hurricanes are following me mm-hmm. and, yeah. and mm-hmm. they could vocalize that. And so the more that we were there just to let them know, you know, know that hurricane wasn't following you, but it definitely, there are a lot of people out there oh. that felt the same way. Mm-hmm. It kind of validated and gave them some comfort at, during that time. So I would encourage people, yeah, during times of need, not only to seek that financial assistance, but to seek out someone it's a list that is a listening ear. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. As a shelter that St. Anthony's was, we got people from Katrina. Yeah. And then however mm-hmm. much time passed by, they went to Corpus Christi mm-hmm. and the then Hurricane Rita. We had mm-hmm. some of the same people come 
Well, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. uh, some people were on a bus and they were supposed to go somewhere else. And the, the guy was like, no, we want to go to St. Anthony's. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. Uh, we had um, 130 people sleeping in our gym for I a week. That. And you yeah. can see pictures on and it's devastating enough to see things on TV. But when you see the look of despair and loss in someone's eyes that it not only once, but mm-hmm. twice. And, twice. you know, what, is there something I could do? No. Just yeah. sitting there. Um, yeah, we, John, so you were going to say. I was going to say, we had this experience with Katrina, too. With um, And, again, it, that's that's an anniversary, too. That was this past week as well. Mm-hmm. And, like you said, it, was about, it wasn't quite 20 yet, but yeah. it feels like more than 20. But, you know, um, we had a, a experience. We had to get gas, and the gas line was, uh, you know, I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. And you just sat in the parking lot and waited, and you know, praying, praying, and praying <laughs> that you weren't going to run out of gas. But the people Our- were there, similar to the, what Brooke was talking about, marks. You know, people on the spot, giving out oranges, giving out bottled waters because it was hot, and you didn't want to run the gas mm-hmm. or run the air conditioner because you want to run out of gas. And so that was, you know, a tough, ex- you know, really. <laughs> something you, you never forget what you want to forget. Yeah. But, but we, mm-hmm. you know, when we go through these, like Brooke has said, with her four feet of water, you, you have more of a commitment to help more people that way mm-hmm. and understand what they're going through. And like, like Dennis is saying, they're not alone and having them comfort to be not alone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, so let's uh, give our information again, how people can contact to help Catholic Charities and how to reach out for the resources that Catholic Charities offers. Okay. Well, for the help for, in general, for our Brazos Valley, call 979-822-9340. Or you can go to our website, www.cctx, like texas.org. And then, Brooke, you want to go ahead and give out your hotline again? Yeah. um, And the disaster response hotline is 512 Seven six six seven one one one, or you can visit our website at cctx.org and fill out a form online. Very good, very good. So I don't think we mentioned yet. Maybe I just missed it. Disaster response month is that September? September, right, Brooke? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, kicking off tomorrow. So what does that exactly mean? What it is it just a, an opportunity to? promote certain ideas or what, what all is that, uh, in what entailed in, in disaster response month or awareness month? Yeah. Um, so September, um, is one of the busiest, um, disaster months in Texas. Um, so it's disaster preparedness month Mm -hmm. and it, it spent, um, providing, uh, information, about how to be prepared for a disaster when it happens, um, as well as just spreading awareness of, you know, um, mm-hmm. kind of like I mentioned, like if you are impacted by one, like you're not alone and um, different ways to receive help. I guess they pick September because it's the timely season, right? <laughs> because yeah. of the hurricane specifically. Yeah. yeah. Most active and- uh, yeah. See that flow chart. And, and yeah, I was, I was thinking. Picking up. I was thinking, yeah, the conversation Kara had with me, Kara Henderson, mm-hmm. you mentioned, um, talking about, and she said, there's a month for every, like, there's every month something. And, and we were talking mm-hmm. about this disaster month, so September. So there's other months of, if you ever 
in question of what month it is, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll just reach out to Karen and ask her what month, <laughs> what's going on this month. She has yeah. them all listed out. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Well, uh, locally, <clears throat> we have, like you said, we have some things going on, but uh, yeah. talk a little bit more about some of the other services that are available yeah. on the day-to-day disaster or not. Right. So that are involved the, with. Yeah, the, the pregnancy parenting program is, is really, um, you know, hit a, a nice uptick in, in callers and people finding out more about and through Karen's work, like you said. Well, and that's a huge, I mean, huge I, I want to call you know? to arms for all of us. Uh, we have fought and uh, waited for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. Yes. And now it's time to now it's time put to, our words into action. Absolutely. It's not, this is just the beginning that, that Roe versus Wade overturn is the beginning of our work. But at the same time, we know serving anyone in need that once those life skills classes and be educated. Um, you know, congratulations, Judy, on your new grandchild. <laughs> but you know, now your daughter and and and, and son-in-law are now parents. And you know, thinking about parents, new parents, waiting to. Yeah. Well, I had the same conversation yeah. with my other daughter. Has a friend, uh, unexpected pregnancy, and mm-hmm. uh, I was telling her, you know, look, if they if they need anything. Catholic Charities offers this, this, and this. And she's like, well, they're not Catholic. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We are... We serve anyone. We are life. We are pro-life. And that is everybody. And these services are available. And things uh, that you really might not think about, it may not be this uh, 15-year-old in a panic situation. There's unplanned pregnancy comes in many shapes and sizes. That's right. And and we don't pass any judgment. And, well, we and don't, then we just and thinking about also help. how to budget your money Absolutely. or parenting classes or I mean that's what my daughter Marion yeah. has been a nanny for four years and so she was well versed in all sure. the taking care of it. But the ping ponging between her and her husband and yes. sleep and things like that. Some people don't have a big Italian family like we do, John. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, 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 that's right. Yeah. So I can appreciate the, the value in that. And then the, the value or not as much value in not having that big family and that support. So that's what we're here for. And, you know, we provide that again, not alone support. There's a community of mothers, but predominantly mothers, but f- some fathers interact with the program too, that can commiserate with each other and talk with each other mm-hmm. and say, oh, okay, I realize when that person said that or that mother said that, I'm going through the same thing. And they learn as they grow this education piece, they learn together and they get to, again, commiserate or, you know, join in. And, and, and it's really been more of a a positive experience than they ever even expected when they come and roll with the, into the parenting and pregnancy program. You know, a question I have is uh, for those of our listeners that are in Palestine, East Texas uh, has a Catholic Charities of East Texas. So definitely look them up through your diocese website or probably CC Catholic Charities. C-C-C-E-T-X. <laughs> I was like, whoa, okay. brain freeze. So look them up. But if they're in the central Texas uh, mm-hmm. area of Waco or mm-hmm. um, uh, the surrounding communities, yeah. how does... Do, there's no centralized office up there in the Waco area. How does one get services? Do, do, do any of y'all travel up to the Waco yeah, area? So, for? so for the specifically talking parenting, uh, pregnancy and parenting program, uh-huh. we have a case manager, parent advocate that works in Waco for oh. us. Yes. And so um, those intakes 
are distributed from the Austin office to that uh, Mary Catherine's her name, and she's on the spot ready to work with them and does so. So, and, and that's part of our expansion model that we're, you know, we're going out in Waco and Colleen area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the horizon. And so, but she's already there working. We, we're going to be, you know, moving forward and, and growing into that population because there's a big need out there. We know that. And that's why, you know, it just takes, takes a matter of getting things done, the logistics. And once we get all that settled, Dennis, to answer your question, there's going to be more and more of an impact from Catholic Charities of Central Texas hitting the Waco yeah, so absolutely. right now there are some in-person services, uh, but look for some expansion there to come in the future. So, but don't yes. don't hesitate to call not. Catholic Charities Great. or look them up on their website because they do serve all the the, the entire yes, the, the, the awesome. twenty five counties. Yeah, yeah. And then you know my focus, of course, is here in in Brazos. Great. Hey, Brooke, I hope I'm saying it right, Brazos, because Judy. I know I did kind of. I remember. That, that. I'll never forget <laughs> Brazos. <laughs> Brazos. Uh, hey, Brooke, thank you so much for being here with us over the phone. Um, I welcome the reminder to kind of have that disaster uh, package, you know, in the in your back pocket. Don't wait till you don't have any batteries to go out and uh, fill that up. So as we want to thank you, John, for being here and all thank the you. expertise uh, that it takes and continue to support Catholic charities anywhere that you can. Have Thank a great you. day. Thank you. Rumors and talking.